Mickey Shorts and more Disney podcast. Well, not really Disney. My name is Keaton. And my name is Steve. What do you mean it's not really Disney? That's all we talk about is Disney. Like, it's not really like a Disney podcast. Well, it's not like a Disney Parks podcast or anything like that. We're pretty specific to just the Mickey Mouse Shorts. But yeah, we are definitely a Disney podcast, my friend. Because <sighs> that's all we talk about is Disney, 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 and Mickey, Mickey, Mickey. It isn't like a, a Disney company made, made podcast, that's what I mean. Okay, right. We're not an official Disney company broadcast. There you go. So you are correct in that front. But you're listening to our holiday show for the year 2020. Oh, yes! And that's the perfect timing, because yesterday was Christmas! Yesterday was Christmas, that's right. And it was a very uh, Mickey Christmas for, well, both of us, I would say. So, that said, buddy, what kind of Mickey Mouse-themed Christmas presents found their way under the tree for you this year? Oh, yes! My favorite Mickey Mouse one that I got was Epic Mickey. Epic Mickey. Now, for a lot of you, you're like, well, okay, that's news from 10 years ago. But we had the game Epic Mickey on the Wii. Uh, the Wii got outdated, and we've updated our video game systems since Keaton has been born. And so he'd never really played Epic Mickey before because the Wii just doesn't work, you know, like it used to. But. Keaton's older brother was able to find a copy of Epic Mickey for the Xbox 360, which we do have. And so Keaton has been feverishly playing away for the last 24 hours on all things Epic Mickey and so excited by it, even though it's, you know, a 10 year old plus game. It's actually, I will be correct, it's Epic Mickey uh, Part 2 or Epic Mickey 2. What else, bud? I'm holding it in my hands right now. It is the. A Oswald stuffed animal. Yes. Now, this is also another tie to your older brother, who loves supporting your Mickey Mouse fandom. And your older brother, because he works for the airlines and is not afraid to travel right now, he gets a lot of flight benefits and he can fly wherever he wants to when he's off work, pretty much. So he and his girlfriend flew down to downtown Disney just to do their Christmas shopping, even though the parks are closed. And what he found you was for you was really cool (laughs) he found a stuffed oswald since you have so many stuffed mickey mouses you now finally have a stuffed oswald which is so appropriately since you're playing epic mickey what else was under your tree mickey mouse wise from from my grandma and grandpa i got mickey mouse clubhouse action figures there you go a whole set of, of mickey mouse action figures who all is in there Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, Daisy, and Donald. Okay, there you go. All the big ones right there, all together. And and Goofy. Goofy. Well, yeah, you can't forget Goofy. Anything else for you on the Disney or Mickey Mouse front? Mickey Mouse 
Uno. Oh, yeah, we haven't tried that one yet. That's that's going to be cool. Oh, yes, and guess who sent me that? I don't remember, <laughs> to be honest. Mickey Mouse! My, my Mickey Mouse! That's right, underneath the tree, he had a, a present from Mickey Mouse. It was Mickey Mouse Uno. I think that was it for all of your Mickey Mouse-themed presents, wasn't it? Yep, you got a present from Mickey, too. I did get presents from Mickey. I got a, uh, I got two big books, and I'm a big, you know, behind-the-scenes books fan. Whether that's of, you know, movies or parks. So I got one which was the, a giant, very heavy Mickey Mouse oh, film oh, oh. archive book. And then I also got a Disneyland photo behind the scenes archive book mm. both of them are huge and beastly heavy and i can't wait to dive through them and look at all the artwork because that's one of the things i i really love so awesome mickey christmas for me too yeah and here's something that i also got for christmas that isn't mickey mouse but i really like from santa what's that I got, for all of the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda fans, I got a remote control Baby Yoda that can do lots of things. Oh, yep, that was one of the big things that Santa brought you, was a remote control Baby Yoda. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Follows you around the kitchen. Yes, there's like a hide-and-seek button, he can turn his head, and uh, he can, yeah, he can use the force, too. Yeah, you can tell what kind of uh, nerds we are when pretty much every single gift that I received this last year had either Mickey Mouse on it, the uh, stuff from Mandalorian, or stuff from Star Wars. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much everything under my tree this year was Mickey Mouse, Mandalorian, or Star Wars. Mostly Mandalorian, which I'm perfectly fine with. Whee! Including my giant Lego set, which I didn't think I was going to be able to get. So. Bloop. It was a good, good day, and I hope for all of you who are listening, it was a good day as well. And you had a great Christmas. But this is our Christmas slash holiday podcast, meaning that we're kind of covering both holidays here. We've got Christmas just you know yesterday and uh, New Year's Eve coming up this next week, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Wait, New Year's Eve is next week? Yes, it is. One of your favorite holidays, because that means you get to stay up late playing video games with Dad. <laughs> so, this show covers them both. But what we're going to do, I mean, we're all out of the new Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse cartoons. So we're going to do something a little holiday festive. And we're going to go old school back to the original Mickey Mouse shorts from a long time ago and cover Pluto's Christmas tree. So it's a Mickey Mouse short, but it's mostly about Pluto... And like a Pluto short. It's a, like a Pluto short, yeah. In fact, when this first came out, a lot of people called this a Pluto short. There was some confusion with from people thinking that it had a Pluto title card in front of it. But nope, it's still a Mickey Mouse short. So we are going to be covering that. But first, a quick piece of news. <coughs> Friends, loved ones, I've gathered you all here to tell you something important. Calm down, Donald. Calm, calm, calm. Now, this really isn't like brand new, earth-shattering news. This is just cool to me because, as I said earlier in the show, I one of my favorite things about entertainment is the behind-the-scenes aspect of it. 
Now, this is an, a behind-the-scenes interview with Christopher Willis, who's the composer for The Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse. And in it, he talks about the approach to the music and some fascinating, at least for me, behind-the-scenes facts as to how they were able to produce all the music for the shorts, considering we are in the midst of a pandemic and most people have to work from home. So how do they get all of those mu musicians together to record the soundtrack for this? Here you go. The Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse is a brand new series set in the same world as the Mickey Mouse shorts. Another day completed! The humor is the same, characters are the same. Maybe she can show Pluto it's okay. In this episode, Pluto simply will not take his flea medicine. And this is very bad news because there's a dastardly flea in the house who is calling up all of his flea friends and they're all planning to attack uh, Pluto and Mickey's getting desperate. <laughs> Normally, when we're making an episode of Mickey Mouse, we would get all of the musicians that we need together in a room and we would record them. And during the pandemic, we can't do that. And so instead, what we have to do is every single person has to record themselves on their own at home. And then they send the audio that they've created to the engineer with a bunch of digital trickery. We recreate the space that they would have played in if they'd all been together. In the music that we're listening to, this is the finale of the episode where this great army of fleas appears and an epic showdown takes place between Mickey and the fleas. With the epic choir that you're hearing, what we're doing is recording a small number of singers but many, many times over. So one singer might sing the music 10 times. And so if we have four singers, then it sounds like 40 people. The main thing that we wanted was that it should turn into a huge adventure with the army of fleas. No, don't go outside! So the important thing was to try and conjure up the sense of an absolutely vast orchestra and an absolutely vast choir. It's such a privilege writing music for Mickey Mouse. Mickey is so loved and is everywhere. We can play with this huge array of songs and movies. There are so many things that we can have fun with. Now, how about some <laughs> so for me, that's, like I said before the interview, that was really fascinating because I love how they're using the internet and Zoom and all kinds of stuff. I mean, we use it for meetings all the time, but to see people use it for music recording, each person's recording their individual track from their home studio, and it all gets you know, put together. They're visually lining it all up on Zoom and, and recording it. I, I know that you know in times of pandemic, for me as a film producer, I have definitely had to change the way I do things, and I use Zoom interviews all the time now. I love that they have kind of become... Uh, visually and stylistically acceptable for people <sighs> rather than having to meet people in person to do interviews. So I, I just, I enjoy the whole behind the scenes aspect of it and watching how it all comes together, even in the midst of a pandemic. And for me, that's, that's really cool. Anything for you, button buddy on the, that little YouTube video. Hmm. I, I was really wondering how they made the music of the really dry dynamic dramatic music <laughs> there you go dramatic dynamic that's also an interesting word for music too that works as well but i mean honestly when you know the main show that they're referencing was um you know with with pluto who refusing to take his his pill 
and I didn't realize there's so much you know, epic choral music in the background. So it's it's fun to have those behind the scenes stuff point out details like that that I may have glossed over in the initial watch. So it's Christmas week. Christmas week is notorious for not a lot of news releases. Uh, and so there's there's not a lot of product being released. That, that was really our only news story. So guess what that means, buddy? It's time to talk some Mickey Mouse. Are you ready for the show? It is time to talk some Mickey Mouse. Exactly. So as we said earlier, we are going way, way back in time to cover from the original Mickey Mouse, Sh Mouse Shorts series, the short titled Pluto's Christmas Tree. Now, the official show summary says the tree that Mickey and Pluto chopped down to bring home for Christmas is the tree that Chip and Dale live in. Uh oh. Dope. <laughs> the original air date for this particular show was November 21st, 1952. So neither of us were anywhere near around back then. So this. This cartoon, this short's been around a long time. Now, as we always like to, to make sure everyone gets the proper credit, credit where credit is due, this is written by Bill Berg and Milt Schaefer, animated by George Creasel, Bill Justice, Fred Moore, and Volus Jones, the effects animation by George Rowley, it was directed by Jack Hanna, layout is done by Yale Gracie, backgrounds by Thelma Whitmer, and music by Joseph S. Duden. Now, there's a lot more roles there than we would typically bring up for a short like this, but these are the main ones that were featured on the title cards, and I want to make sure that everybody gets credit, the same credit that's featured in the episode. Can't really do that you know, with the Mickey Shorts. There'd just be way too many people. But from one of these old ones with a limited crew, we can do that. So that's why there's a few extra roles called out there as as we went through that section so here's the deal and you should be used to this now because of the wonderful world of mickey mouse we're not putting out a youtube link we'll get back to that with our shows next week but you're gonna need to go to disney plus and so pause us go to disney plus do a quick search for pluto's christmas tree hit play and then start us back up as soon as you hear keaton's countdown so, get that all queued up, and here we go. Give us a countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. And we have the big Mickey Mouse head logo. Some festive holiday music coming in here. Mickey Mouse, the Technicolor cartoon. Same credits that I just read you from all the different people who are involved. And finally, we get to the actual title card. Pluto's, Wait, Christmas, Pluto's tree. Christmas Tree. With the nice festive holiday music in the background. We're going to pan in on Mickey Mouse's house. Nice little gentle snowing night. And out comes Mickey Mouse. He and Pluto are out to find the perfect Christmas tree. Pluto is going nuts. Wait, because... out in the wild? Yes, they're going to cut it down from the wild. Now we pan over and we see Chip and Dale. They are going to cause some problems. And now they're throwing nuts and at Pluto. And pretending to be dogs. And they're, yeah, they're barking like dogs. And they're laughing at him. And they're just making fun of him. 
Oh, here comes Pluto. He does not appreciate this, and he is chasing those chipmunks away. He's getting stuck in his like snow pile. And a frozen version of him popped out. Alright, so now the chipmunks are trying to figure out what's going on, but suddenly around them everything is shaking. And they're realizing their tree just got chopped down. Pluto's still playing in the snow. But Mickey's just said, alright, let's go. Here, we're taking this tree home. I like how he walks. <laughs> Now, mm -hmm. Chip and Dale don't seem to be too concerned about this, but oh wait, they jumped out only to see Pluto coming right behind them, and so now they're jumping right back in. Cut to a little bit later, Mickey Mouse is happily decorating the Christmas tree. <laughs> Pluto's bringing him ornaments, and inside the tree, Chip and Dale oh. are like, what ah. happened here? Check out all of these festive ornaments. This is great! Oh, Mickey's hanging. Ooh! Mickey's hanging candy canes. So they're realizing this, this is food, and they can actually eat one. They tried to eat a ball, but that didn't work out. That just freaked them out because they saw their weird reflection, reflected image in it. So they're kind of laughing about that. He's going to take it over and try to... <laughs> Dale's trying to freak out Jip. Hey! Okay. Stop fighting, guys. Oh, he just... <laughs> Chip just punched him. Alright, so Mickey is done with the tree. He's heading off. Pluto's just admiring it. <laughs> but suddenly, there's a bulb that's going on and off. This is weird. What's going on with this? Oh. And that's because Dale is turning one of the bulbs. Now he turns what he thinks is a bulb. It is Pluto's Pluto, no. nose. Jinx! Ah! And now Pluto realizes there are chipmunks in the house. And just before he eats them, he's saved. Now they're barking back at him. Oh, yep. And now they're throwing the glass balls off the tree at Pluto. Pluto doesn't want them to break, as any good dog would, so he's grabbing them. And when Mickey walks back in, he's assuming that Pluto is taking the ornaments off the tree. <laughs> now, one of the ornaments, as held by one of the chipmunks, just ran up the tree. Of course, Mickey completely, completely misses it. And he's like, oh, Pluto. So normally, just as it normally is, the owner is completely oblivious to all the trouble that's going on. And this is what's happening here. Pluto is not happy because the chipmunks are now raiding the the nut uh, the nut bowl. Now Dale is on the mantle with a Santa hat on his head. Mickey's bringing in presents. Now you would think that yeah, Pluto's like, dude, look, look, look. Mickey's gonna light the candles. Does Dale want his head lit on fire? No, he blew out the match. Mickey's like, what? So he's, uh. he's just lighting it that way. How does he realize he that that's you? Poor Pluto's like, dude, look. There are chipmunks in this house. Okay, so Chip now pulls his tail. 
which lets him get up. He is able to put out the candle on Dale's head. Pluto's like, no, okay, this ends now. He's stepping in presence. He has presence stuck to his feet. He jumps up on the ladder. And now the chipmunks are going to rattle the ladder. Those are strong chipmunks. Those are very strong chipmunks. They're now tipping the ladder over. Oh! Why do you blow on it? Oh, just for extra pressure, I think. Poor Pluto's all stuck in the ladder. Ah! Now he's full on attacking the Christmas tree, which Mickey's like, what are you doing? So there's a big fight in the tree. It, you dumb butt. And now he's realizing we have chipmunks. <laughs> he's Pluto's like, don't, come on. Pluto's barking at them as any dog would. And now here comes Mickey and the chipmunks are watching the carolers outside with Donald Duck. Oh, and the chipmunks are singing. So suddenly now everyone's getting along. La, 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 ra, ra. Even Pluto. And they just slapped a do not open till Christmas sticker on his mouth. And then we get circle into the end. All right, but there we go. Very different style than we are used to. What do you think? What was your favorite part? My favorite part was when when Mickey was lighting the candles and Chip or Dale was standing there pretending to be one of the Santas. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Do you want your head lit on fire? No. No. That'd be a little bit freaky. But luckily, the chipmunks were able to come and put it all out. So I, you know, this is kind of the classic plot line where, you know, the, the pet sees the real danger at hand. The owner is completely oblivious. And the owner then accuses the pet when anything goes wrong. The pet's just like, oh, come on. I'm doing my job here. If you just listen to me. So I, I like that. To me, this is just, it's, it's just a fun it's easy to watch. There's a lot of, of, of built-in humor. It's just a good way of getting yourself into the Christmas spirit and, and the Christmas mood with a fun, short Mickey Mouse short. What else jumps out at you, bud? Uh, my favorite part is when his foot feet is stuck in, on his the presents or stuck on his foot. There we go. Oh, I know. Imagine what's in those poor presents as he's running around with them. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, hope, uh, I hope that was, there was nothing expensive in there. Expensive or fragile, exactly. Because, I mean, they destroyed the presents. They destroyed the tree. By the end of that cartoon, <laughs> there wasn't much left as far as the Christmas decorations go. Whether Bye. that's Mickey Mouse, whether that's Pluto, whether that's the chipmunks, all four of them fighting together just destroyed everything. You dumb mutt. You dumb mutt. Yeah. A lot of people like to call their dogs mutts. And again, I always go on about how you know, Pluto is just the most abused dog in cartoon history. But Mickey was letting him have it in this episode, too. You dumb mutt. That, does not, that is not what Mickey sounds like. Oh, I know. I can't do a good Mickey, so you're going to have to bear with. Now, some weird things for me, this is, you know, as an older guy who's watched a lot of Mickey Mouse in the years past, 
every time I see the footage from this episode, it reminds me of a of something that it was repurposed for a lot you know, several years ago. Well, more than that, because. Well, anyway, this footage was used for a series. It was called the Disney Sing-Along Songs, a Very Merry Christmas Songs. Now, this was a VHS tape that I used to have back when your sister was, like, one or two. So that was, you know, what, 25 years ago? 25 <laughs> years ago? Yeah, well, Amanda is 26 now, so yeah, 25 years ago. I had the old VHS tape for Mickey Mouse, A Very Merry Christmas. And the song Deck the Halls had footage from this particular short all running through it. So when I hear Pluto at the end going, you know, or the, you know, in the Pluto voice, that to me just reminds me of the Deck the Halls sing-along song, because that was the end of it. A few other fun things to realize about this short is Jack Hanna is kind of, he's the director of this particular short, and he's pretty much known for directing stuff with Donald Duck in it. But he did direct this episode, even though Donald Duck was only in it for just a quick little cameo singing at the end. So nice job from cameo is just a really quick appearance, which is that's what Donald Duck had right at the end. We just saw him out the window as he came in caroling with Goofy. Now, fun other historical fact. This is the very first time ever that Mickey Mouse had an encounter with Chip and Dale. Now, Donald Duck's had lots of encounters with Chip and Dale. Mickey Mouse, this is his first time encountering those particular rodents. Anything else, buddy, for you? In our holiday short, my fav, my third favorite part was was when he wanted to eat the candy canes, but he had an ornament instead. It, that was funny. Yeah, they're like, "Ooh, hey, food!" So they think they're grabbing a candy cane. They grab an ornament. It's distorting their face like a creepy hull of mirrors. It freaks them out at first, but then they're laughing. But then he chucked it at Chip's head. And, and Pesky the, chipmunks. And then the, the, the fourth favorite part. You have a lot of favorite parts tonight. I like it. Is when Chip and Chip or Dale was, was like turning the lights, turning them on and off. like. And then he grabs his nose. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> so very well done, Fun little shorts, just great little you know way to get in the Christmas spirit, and that's what we like to do here on the Mickey Shorts and More podcast. But now, Keaton, guess what it's time for? Keaton's joke of the week. So I hope you've got something festive for us because this is our holiday show. We need a holiday-themed Keaton's joke of the week. So, what do you got? What do you call Santa when he stops moving? What do you call Santa when he stops moving? Like, holding still? Like, oh crap, I hope the people didn't hear me when I stood down their chimney and I'm putting presents under the tree? Like that? (laughs) Okay, so, I'm sure that's not what you have in mind. So, Mr. Keaton, what do you call Santa when he stops moving? Santa 
paws. Santa paws. You and your puns. You and your puns. Keaton's joke of the week. So that is our holiday show for 2020, quick and painless. Uh, we've we've done a lot of longer podcasts over the last few weeks, so it feels weird to just be kind of you know quickly done and let you get back to your holidays. But we appreciate everyone listening to us. We've appreciated everyone listening to us this past year in 2020. We didn't get a chance to accomplish all of our 2020 goals that we kind of outlined in last year's New Year's show. That is okay, because we can continue those into 2021. None of us knew we had this uh, crazy pandemic that was going to be really altering everything about life in the last year. And we can continue on our quest to have an awesome Mickey Mouse show going into 2021. So remember, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, on Google Play, on Stitcher, on Amazon Podcasts, whatever podcast player you listen to, just do a quick search for Mickey Shorts and More Podcast, and we should be able to pop up there and you can subscribe. If you're on one of those services, whether that's Apple Podcasts or one of those, just give us a quick review that helps other people find the show. I know you hear that on every podcast, but it really does help us and we could use some more reviews. So head over and help us out in that respect. You can connect with us on social media. Uh, We like to post the most on Instagram, but you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just do a search for Mickey Shorts and more, and we should pop up. You can also email the show with questions or comments. Uh, Just email mickeyshortsandmore at gmail.com or call our voicemail line. We'd love to hear from you as our fans. Send us a quick message at 541-321-0472, and we can use that on a future show. Next show, we will be back in the new year with a brand new show, this time featuring Couples Sweater. So we're going back to the Paul Reddish original shorts that we started with so many years ago, so many years last year, in the next episode of the Mickey Mickey Shorts and More podcast. So yeah, Couples Sweater is next up on the list, which is a fun, entertaining... There we go. So everyone have a great Christmas. Everyone have a great new year. Everyone continue to stay safe, continue to stay healthy, and go watch some Mickey Mouse shorts because they're fun and they'll make you laugh. And we all need that as much as possible in our life right now. So see you next year in 2021. Bye. Bye. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da